it's time for the sexiest cigar podcast in the nation, The Good Cigar, with your favorite host and mine, Al Roman. Well, hello and welcome to The Good Cigar. I'm your host, Al Roman, and with me always, the beautiful, the talented, the magnificent, the lovely, the intelligent, wow, the supernova, the wow. Melissa. Thanks, babe. Hi, Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice touch. I gave you that one today instead of the uh, roaring crowds. I figured that was just nicer. I like it. Little fairy dust. Yeah, little fairy. Little fairy dust there. Boy, we got a really good, really good uh, lineup today. I'm uh, very excited about this episode. Um, We have, and well, we just, man, we just have so much good, good stuff going on right here. We have to tell everybody about the. That we're going to be on down to the nub. Yeah. With, uh, you know, because they're going to be announcing our winner here this week. And there's a mosquito on my neck. It's on your face. Yeah. Did you get it? Yeah. Yeah, mosquitoes love me because uh, we're out back in the Good Cigar Lounge. And right now I'm uh, having a war with some mosquitoes. Cause, and you're losing. Yeah, because I am sweet meat, baby. You are. I'm just, I mean, I get, I, I hear that all the time. From me and mosquitoes. <laughs> well, at least, what other pest is telling you? At least somebody, you know, at least, at least somebody's somebody telling. At you? least somebody's telling me that, right? Yeah. So I'm, I don't tell you often enough, I guess. Probably not. Not when I'm having to listen to mosquitoes. Get yeah. after me. Well, uh, today we are going to be smoking the Padormo Estate Selection Vintage. It's a six by fifty-four. The factory is Padormo, of course. The wrapper is Nicaraguan Maduro. The binder Nicaraguan, and the filler is Nicaraguan. It's a medium to full. The Padormo Estate Selection Vintage Limited Edition box pressed is handcrafted using the top five percent of the Padormo's family estate-grown tobaccos from the prestigious Finca Natalie Farm in Esteli, Nicaragua. Has hints of oak and espresso with a rich taste of dark chocolate and nuts. You know, those who know just call it the Padermo ESV. Yeah, I know. That's what I call it, is the ESV. And when we said earlier, you're like, ESV, what is that for? Because you're like, you're reading this thing, and it says Estate Selection Vintage. I went, yeah, ESV. I'm a big fan of the ESV. I'm yeah. like, what, what's the ESV? What's the ESV? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, baby. It was in Spanish. So let me, let me read it to you in the English. Estate Selection Vintage. I, it took me a second. It took me a second. <laughs> I know it did. Late to the party. I know it did. But uh, I've already got ours lit up. And uh, they are, it, it's such an easy, this is one of my favorite cigars, especially from Padorma. Of all the Padorma ones, this is probably my favorite. This Maduro here, it's just got all that good chocolatiness to it, that nuttiness to it. Super easy draw on the cigar, and it's a slight box press. And how are you liking it? I mean, it's just it's, it's good. Just, it's, no, any time you add chocolate and nuts and espresso, I'm happy. Yeah, and it's just, it's just that tasty, greatest cigar. And, you know, they use the top 5%. They use the top 5% of the tobacco for this, and it just comes out... It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's a dark brown, beautiful. Uh, it's like a candy bar. Yeah, it's a little toothy, and um, it just, it's just gorgeous. And I've, I've, they've always burned extremely, extremely well. And uh, matter of fact, today we have an interview with Nick Perdormo on the show today. So he he was uh, very, very nice to grant us the time to do this because he is a busy, busy man. And he uh, granted me an interview, and we're going to have that on the show today. Did you tell him it was like I, I could have you or I could have uh, Mick Jagger and I chose you? No, I told him, I said, you know, you're you're a rock star to me. I said, I don't know all the musical people playing now and what they're doing and 
who's top 10 or whatever like that. But I know the top 10 cigar manufacturers. You used to be with it. Yeah. And, and I know where they grow their where they grow their product at, where they make that at in their factories. And I told them, I said, you know, you're 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 a rock star to me. This is the kind of stuff I said. Uh, I'm, it's really like I'm talking to royalty because it was really pretty cool. Did he appreciate the the kiss ass? Well, I get a little fanboyish. I you hope he do. didn't. I hope he didn't take it as kiss ass because I'm not kissing his ass because he's just he's a, just a great man. He does a, a great part. He, they were very great when we went on the tour factory tour uh, this year, and, and it's just I get a little fanboyish because it's like I'm talking to my rock stars, right? Mm-hmm. And they're and they want to talk to me. It's like going to a comic con. I guess for us <laughs> geeks, it is. But I don't know when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. I do the same thing for Doctor. I do the same thing for Doctor Who people too. So oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I'm married. I married a very cool guy. Damn, Skippy, you did. I can. Uh... You were looking pretty cool last night with your hat on. Oh yeah, yeah. We went to to uh, industrial industrial cigar lounge to meet up with the uh, Ash Holes uh, Texas group because uh, we are members of that, and uh, we got to sit in with them, grab some great cigars, and chat with them, and and it was just great talking with. Um, grab some great cigars. He comes out of that humidor, both <laughs> both hands overflowing, and there was a guy following behind him. I bet I think he was probably carrying a few extra for you. Oh, uh, probably. I was, uh, you know me, I get into a shop and i'm gonna go mm-hmm. i'm gonna get some cigars especially ones i haven't had before and we were we smoked some of the uh, aladino because we had never had the aladino before and i and i've heard so much about them and they were greatness i mean i loved there was some really good stuff that there plus they had some other really great boutique stuff that was great so i was just uh picking up yeah i went some, on into the lounge i didn't want to i didn't want to know what the register said yeah no it's probably best it's probably best these are not the cigars you were looking for it's Mm-mm. gonna go on no. and go on around it like that mm-hmm. well we're drinking today which i am really parched so we need to get talking about the drink need to uncork yeah, you want to read what it is? You want me to? I'm I'm yeah, happy doing either sure. one. No, I'll, uh, you want you get ready to uncork. Oh, well, let's do the, the un- let's do the uncorking because I've already lit the cigars up. We know how tasty those things yes. are. So let's get to the uncorking here. You ready? Oh, ah, very satisfying. <laughs> well, we can Damn, thank I'm a listener for this some. one, Sean. Yes, gave we us have to thank one. Sean for this one got, here. Yeah, got to see him again last night. <clears throat> yeah, we did. He um he He's graciously he is an asshole, and he graciously gave us this bottle of Old Forester 1910 um, as just a way to say thank you for doing what we do. And uh, it was just really really nice of him. Uh, we're really appreciating it. So though well, we're going to. Uh, Salute Sean for this great uh, gift upon us. Well, let's just see what they have to say about this bottle of whiskey. On October 22nd, 1910, a fire on the bottling line halted production of Old Forester. Mature whiskey ready to be bottled instead was stored in a secondary barrel. What emerged was a delightful whiskey, remarkable enough to become an entirely new expression. Old, fine whiskey, all in caps. Let's just remark on that. Today, mimicking this historic bottling, this unique expression of Old Forester has undergone a second barreling, granting it an exceptional character, a smooth and sweet flavor, and a cream, clean, crisp finish. Entering the second barrel at a low 100 proof allows more of the sweet wood sugars to dissolve into the whiskey. 1910 Old Fine Whiskey is the fourth and final expression of the Whiskey Rose series presented at 93 proof. The aroma has interlaced layers of buttercream, 
sticky toffee, cedar, and apricot. The taste is smooth, well-rounded mingling of a sweet oatmeal raisin cookie and milk chocolate leading into a caramel corn and evolving spice. See, you got to say that with some some flair and panache and you mosquito just said I don't have panache. Yeah, you were, it, it was yeah. very uh, it was very flat. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going to say that as a uh, as a producer and editor of the show, uh, that was a little flat. You know, you yeah. had to add some richness to some vivado, some, you know, what the French call, I don't know what. Maybe you need to treat the talent with a little bit more respect. <laughs> I've got you a bottle of, whis- of very fine old whiskey, and I've got you an ESV that I cut for you and I poured for you. And then you criticized my panache. Well, you know, I tell you what, people, we'll put it to a vote. No, we're not voting. <laughs> no. Let's put it to a vote. If you think that was a little flat, then email me at alroman at com. Why do you do this? Or if you think I'm right and go, you know what? No, if you th- and if you think she was exactly on cue and did uh, just that okay and I'm completely out of the wheelhouse and you feel for Melissa's pain, then email me at alroman at com. All right, let's take that one step further. Who here thinks that Al's flurry, flowery, sing-song, weird descriptions are a little bit over the top? That mosquito's over there getting you sweet sweet sugar. Where? It's on the other side. I don't see it. He thinks you're flowery, too. God dang it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're just going to carry on. Let's see, well, let's, let's see what kind of results we get out of that. Yeah, nothing. Whatever. I had some crickets on here somewhere, but I think I took them off. Well, oh, there they are. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> well, why don't you just go back and reread it however you want to read it? Well, no, no. You did, uh, you know, it's just uh, add some stuff. Adequate. It was adequate. It was adequate. It was not the flair and the um, production that our fans expect we from us. We can't hit it out of the park every time. Oh, yes, we do here, but we have top quality. Whatever. Top quality here, I think. So that's really good. I do want to thank Sean again for the Old Forester 1910. And if uh, if you want to send us a cigar to try or do or a bottle of whiskey or (laughs) something like that, (laughs) you know, even if it's the tasters, we don't care. If there's something you want us to do like that, then uh, send me an email to alroman at thegoodcigar.com or you can go to the website where you can also register for our giveaways. But you can also send me an email there as well, or contact me on Instagram, and I'll get you my address, and you can send something if you, if you wanted to. Because we have we have a lot of fans out there who are very gracious, and they're and they're always wanting to support us. And by God, we can always be supported by more liquor and cigars. No kidding. And you know they don't have to send it to you if they just have one. Like, hey, I really want you to try this one. You know, this is my favorite. Have you tried this? Well, I'm just saying if they want to. I well, didn't say they had I, to. There's well, no had to. That's it. why I'm. Coming, I'm reiterating. I'm just gonna let that mosquito bite you. Where's it at? It's on your sleeve now. Yep. So now it's trying to get to your face. Here, give me that swatter. Yeah. Cause I can't see it. I don't know where it went. Probably behind me. It's yeah. probably the one that bit my face. It's, it, it's a big fat one too. All right, let's just carry on. I'll. Oh, you know what we should do? We should probably do the interview while I try to find this man-eating mosquito. Yeah, I survived. Stupid mosquitoes. They, like I said, they love me. It's just sweet meat out here. And I didn't fog or anything before we came out here today, so it's just the way it is. But so we um, were, how do you, how are you liking the Perdomo ESV? No, it's a fantastic cigar. It's definitely chocolatey. 
Yeah, a little bit of nuttiness in there, a little bit of a uh, earthy coffee going on into it, and it just is just a great smoke. Easy it's like draw. A, it's like a chocolate biscotti. Yeah, that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good uh, flavor, don't baby, on there. Really good on there, and it's got a perfect burn on it. It just does great. Like I said, these are my favorite, and I got a box when we got back from uh, Nick. When I got back from Nicaragua, from actually going to the tour, I was like, you know what? I need a box of these. So I got me, ordered me a box from, uh, I ordered it from Enfuego. And you talked about the tour? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Inf- I got them in from Enfuego Tobacco Shop and they got it to me with like in two weeks, they had it to me because they were like, hey, we've got the order out. As soon as those come in, we're going to get you one. They put my name on it, went up there and got it. It was greatness. Did you ask Nick if you can come back and stay at the family house? No, I did not. Did you invite him over? Nick from Padormo? Yeah. No. Come stay with us. No, I didn't. That I, mosquito bite is getting huge on your face. I told you, man. <laughs> so you've got a giant it, welt on your it face. It only takes, I mean, like a second for a mosquito to bite me, and it, it just, I'm allergic to them, and they just whelp up. So yeah. I'm going to look like I have the mumps <laughs> you now. Do. You do. Fuck, I need more cigars and liquor. Well, you know, that's funny because it just reminds me of. Your conversation, Doctor Roman. <laughs> if I can only get Kroger, let me smoke a cigar instead of wearing a mask when I go shopping. Heck yeah! One, it keeps the idiots away, and then well, there you go. And then also, it keeps the gets rid of the coronavirus. So I'm not worried about getting the coronavirus yeah. here. But those damn mosquitoes! I'm telling you, they come after me like. Apparently, the mosquitoes are not offended by your cigars. No, they apparently want my cigars yeah. and my liquor and me because yeah. I am sweet. They don't bother me at all. It's because you are mean and evil. <laughs> they bite me, they just drop dead. They explode. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. They know. I say, no, 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 they don't do that. Don't do that with Melissa. She's going to get you good. Well, let's get to the uh, interview with Nick Perdormo. He, he was really great to have him on the show. He was just a, just a great interview, and he gets so much information. I mean, I could talk to him all day long. I mean, that man you loves did. his cigars, and I did talk to him for long, uh, quite a bit. So let's get to that, and uh, we'll be right back. right back. Well, hello. Today on the show with me, I have Nick Perdormo from Perdormo Cigars. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Al. How how about yourself? I am absolutely fabulous. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to get with us on the show here. Uh, it's Your cigars are just absolutely amazing, and, and I feel like I'm just talking to royalty here. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, I think you guys are royalty. You're, uh, you're, you're our customers, so uh, the people out there are the ones who are royalty to me. I just I make cigars, and that's what I like to do. Oh, well, you do yeah. a fine job of making cigars. Excellent job making cigars. Thanks very much. Tell me a little bit about the history, um, just for those who don't know about your history and what and kind of what, what it took for you to get to where you are now, because uh, you're one of the major producers of a, a great, amazing cigars. And I can't, that couldn't have been an overnight journey. That could have that had to take a little time, I'm sure. No, that was through a lot of hard work. But my, my parents always told me that I'd lived in the greatest country in the world. And if I worked hard, I could attain anything I want. And they were right. And uh, I started in 1992, and it was the typical American success story. I started out of my garage. And uh, my starts were humbling, to say the least. I think my first year I sold less than 10,000 cigars. And, uh, you know, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. And I just, I always echoed everything my parents taught me because I had such a great example because they were such hard workers. Mm -hmm. And my father came from Cuba really with the shirt off his back, and I saw how hard he worked. 
he, he built a strong work ethic. And my mother's 85 years old, still works for the company and comes to work every day. So I was blessed with, with, a, with, 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 with a great example of not only leadership, but a work ethic that was really second to, to none. And, uh, you know, it was through a, a tremendous amount of work, as you can imagine, but I was really supported very much by my family. And um, I think my strongest point is the, the hiring practices. The average worker has worked at Perdomo Cigars for 19.6 years. I think you went to our facility last year and, you, you know, we just, we don't really have really much turnover. And I think a lot of that tributes to us having a family run business and treating our workers like family. So um, it's been a long journey. It's been uh, over 27 years through a lot of hard work. I never believed that something like this could come into fruition, you know, from a kid who started out of a garage and now having, you know, thousands of employees. And I think we're in the top five or top six in the, in the world today. So um, my father and my mother were right. Yeah, they were exactly right. And, and you did such an amazing job with that. So why did you go to, I know you're in Nicaragua. Why did you go there when all this was happening, building up your star instead of going to like Honduran or the Dominican Republic where there was already some uh, people going there uh, and starting up with the cigars? What happened was in, in, in 95, I was thinking about going to the Dominican Republic. But when I went down, there was, um, you know, listen, my family left the communist country because we didn't want to be told what to do all the time. And when I went down there, it was like, well, you can't have this guy. You can't have this guy. And there there was, uh, I, just, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the vibe when I went to the Dominican Republic at the time. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of the tobaccos. I think they're very good tobaccos. They're just not the style of cigar that I make. And, uh, talking to my dad who wanted to come out of retirement. He said, let's go to Nicaragua. And I said, Nicaragua. And, uh, he started talking to me about, you know, the grounds and how special they were and everything. And, uh, August of 1995, my father went down to, uh, to a little small town called Esteli, Nicaragua. There were only two cigar factories there at the time. Yeah. It was uh, Hoya, Nicaragua, which the, the guy who owned it was, he's, he's not even alive anymore. And the a factory called Natsa that was, a partnership with Lou Rothman and, and a bunch of guys. And when I went down there, it was unbelievable. I mean, there, there was no paved roads. When you went down there, it was a two and a half hour bus drive. It was used to be an eight, eight hour car drive where you'd get car sick because the roads were blown out initially by the, by the seventies. It was terrible. You couldn't find running water. And I'd always go to my dad, why are we here? And he'd always point to the ground and say, look at these grounds, man. There's nothing like it in the world. And he was right. We, you know, I started out, believe it or not, in a in a, a small furniture store. Then I went to a police barracks just above a, a police station. I had a little thousand square foot facility, and uh, eventually, in, in the latter part of 1998, we bought a 14 acres of property which you were on, and, and we built our first massive factory. And the townsfolk, that was that was really the me- the big mega factory in Nicaragua. They used to call it the Monster or the Monster. And um, I never thought we'd fill that property up because we only had the cigar factory there and you had acres of land all the way in the back. And when all, there was nothing there. And eventually we filled it all up. And today there's really, you can't fit a crouton there anymore. We got buildings <laughs> everywhere from, you know. Yeah. yeah. It, it's completely and, filled and beautiful too. It's a beautiful, beautiful factory. No, thank you so much. And, you know, it, it, it's a completely vertically integrated facility, which it was, was my goal in 1990. 1999. I wanted to be able to um, be able to, to to be able to do everything. And uh, I, you know, sometimes you, you you know when you outsource and you buy stuff, you don't get exactly what you want. 
So whether it be cigar boxes that were ill-fitting or, um, you know, tobaccos that weren't up to the standards that we wanted, I, I decided in the latter beginning part of 1999, we would do everything ourselves. And that's when we brought in Aristides Garcia, which you met. Yes. Who, by the way, just yeah, who just celebrated his 78th year in the industry. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, we started milling wood and making our own boxes. And today we do everything. We even make our own staples. I mean, you saw what we do. I mean, literally the company does everything. And the reason we do it is because if you have it under your umbrella and you have it under your control, you're going to produce a much better product. And in my stage of my career, I tell this to my son all the time, Nicholas, he's our director of sales. The only thing that I am totally concerned of is the quality of the product and making sure that our consumers are satisfied with our cigars and our retailers are confident selling our cigars and because I'm so picky in life and everything, whether it be a shirt or food or whatever, I think that our consumers should be equally as picky. So when you go to the facilities, a lot of people who have gone to a lot of different facilities always say, I've never seen anything like this. You know, um, the way, you know, a lot of people call it the Perdomo way, the way we do things is not necessarily the way everybody else does things when they manufacture cigars. And I think a lot of that attributes to me being born in the United States, where I got to see a lot of technology growing up here and being educated here in the United States, where, you know, it's it's atrocious to do the same thing over and over again. It's really senile and expecting that it's going to be the same way every time. So I learned a lot of different things, a lot of different techniques, not only from my father, the world techniques that were correct, but I also learned a lot of new things, for example, how to conserve water. And working with this Israeli company that you got to see where we can actually pelletize droplets of water, directly drop it into the root base together with with fertilizer. We ended up saving almost 712,000 gallons of water this year. And a lot of things that we've done with new technologies together with old traditional methods, I think, has kind of set us apart. It really, truly has. That was going to go into my next question. Is Usually, it's when you do your own thing, uh, it's going to be more cost um costly because you're you're having to import all this the stuff in and make everything where you can just outsource it somewhere cheaper but you've decided not to and i think that goes to your quality of what you have in your product of how good a quality that is in your cigars um, and what you do from every every level how you hit it spot on a lot of people think well he, he does it himself to save money it actually costs me more money it's actually cheaper to buy tobacco than and grow it and using you know the very best fertilizers that money can buy and not skipping any step you know when you go to buy a farm there's some really great farmers in, in, in Nicaragua but they're not using you know bare fertilizers they're not using you know the best they're not using drip systems consistently like we're doing um, when you do it yourself you're always going to do it better you're always going to do it right but it comes at a cost and to me when you amortize that cost, when you're trying to produce a quality product, it's pennies on the dollar. So yeah, it costs us more. And I'm proud of our price points too, because one, we're a true manufacturer, you know, and uh, a lot of times you're buying from middlemen. And um, I think we've been very consistent, not only in our quality, but also in the cost of our cigars. I don't think you can buy a better cigar for the money. And uh, I think we're fair about that. And we, you know, we absorbed the S-chip tax, in uh, 2008 was in, in, implemented on us. We're the only company, and we're still the only company in the world, in the United States, that still absorbs the S-chip tax completely. And uh, I'm proud that in 27 years, we've had less than 
less than 11 price increases, which um, I think I think that our consumers and our retailers have paid us kindly for, for that. And they've appreciated and I appreciate that they have appreciated it. I think so too, as well, sir, because your, your prices on your cigars, I was like, I don't know how you do it with everything that you do, how you can have a, a, such a great cigar at that lower price point still and be very competitive with everybody else and not have to raise your, your cost all the time. And it's really appreciated on us consumers who buy those cigars and love those cigars so very much. Well, thank you. I think a lot of times in business, it's not always about gross margins. It's about um, having the proper shelf space and I, I just think that it's a lot better to make a, a quicker nickel than be waiting to make a slow quarter. I just, I just don't, don't see it that way. And we've grown the, the, you know, the, the company in a really good strategy systematically where we grow consistently every year, but we're able to do it, you know, and uh, we, we've done some good things. We opened up a new facility 18 months ago in the center of town and that facility was met just to be able to build stock. And after 18 months, we still haven't sold a cigar from that from that facility. And what we're doing is we're trying to backfill because it's really important for us that once we, we cure, ferment, tobacco, and, and make the finished product after we choose the blend that the cigars are aged in a consistent manner. And to be able to do that, you have to have not only tremendous stocks of well-aged tobaccos, but you also have to have tremendous stocks of finished cigars, as you saw. And, uh, you know, we, we try to keep an inventory of about 12 million cigars on hand, and we don't release the cigar and put it in a box unless it has about 100, we're averaging about 185 days of aging on the cigars after they're made. And, and it makes a big difference for the consumer. It makes a big difference for us and, and because of the way we know the cigars are going to taste. And if you go through all the work systematically that you saw we do, being a vertically integrated company, that chain can't have any weak links. And if you go through everything and then at the end you don't age the finished cigars completely and you try to pack them wet and so on, you basically have destroyed everything that all these thousands of men have, and women have done to try to build a top-quality product. It's really paying a tribute to the people who have made the cigar and making the cigars and because f- all those steps and the uh, consumer as well that what you're doing is uh, really paying tribute to them. Uh, for aging those cigars longer, because you can just get that you can make roll the cigar and get about, but you don't choose to do that. You tr- you choose to make a very aged, good cigar um, that everyone can afford and enjoy. And I think I want to give you thanks for that because it's just incredible. I said, don't, when we went to the, uh, the where all the cigars were kept, and you're holding in there, I'm telling you that that was heaven to me. That was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. My wife was like, "You're never coming home, are you?" I was like, "Nope, I'm 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 here. I'm, I'm going to be here in Nicaragua, yeah, right here in the factory because it's so beautiful." I'm 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 glad that uh that you you've enjoyed it and and your whole group that went down there um uh enjoyed it, you know. So it, it it's a great thing. It really is. So what uh what kind of made you start to want to think about doing these factory tours there? And and it's not just like it's not a party. It's a hey, you're going to get an education here and do this. What made you decide to go that without without doing just a going for it? Hey, you know, we're going to show you a good time. Hey, this is where we make cigars and go on like some of the other places that I've seen. Well, we want everybody to have a good time. We started these factory tours 15 years ago. Initially, they were set up just for cigar retailers. And about 10 years ago, I decided, let's try to get consumers to get on, too, because we wanted to show them our passion also. And we also found that consumers give us a lot of great intel, and they're our customers. And I found out that, you know, 
I, I thought it, it, it's ludicrous just having cigar stores and not having intel from our consumers. And I think together with the retailers and the consumers, not only do we get a lot of great answers and, and, and so on to, to our questions and, and a lot of input of what we think we, we could do better, what they think we could do better, whether it be a size of a cigar, or different types of blends or so on. And it's been a win-win situation, I think between the consumer, the retailer, and us, the manufacturer, you know, when you see the merchandising stuff, how could you not do it with having consumers there? So we have a great time and everything, but you hit it right on the head. It, it's it's about learning, and it's about seeing the way the Perdomo family makes cigars and everything. It, it's not about going to a beach. I, I think if you want to go to a beach, you can do it anywhere. You, you know, you can do it here in Miami. We've got the most beautiful beaches. But I just think that if you really want to uh, – um, see cigars. I, I wanted to make it almost like a kind of like a, a university or a college experience. We still have fun in the evenings, but it's about learning too. And I think that the consumer and the retailer has really respected that. And we've had so many people come time, time and again because of the learning that they learn. And the people that come are really passionate about learning. And a lot of them are fans of our cigars, so it's been great. Well, it, it's been it, it's been really good for us now in the sense that. You know, we've built this, I call it a Perdomo army. You know, I really don't advertise. I do a couple podcasts. I, I'm a big believer in Cigar Journal, the magazine. But most people don't read magazines anymore. And the, the way that, that we really built our business was definitely going out on the road and, you know, beating the shoe leather. And uh, I'm glad that we did that. And uh, we, we really got to learn not only our, our retailers, but we got to meet tremendous amount of our consumers and we have a very loyal consumer base and I, I think that's one of the most things i'm most proud of and going to actually seeing everything on the tour and as many steps that you that it takes to make a cigar it actually uh it makes a greater appreciation one for cigars and for Padormo cigars to know the the care and and love that you put into those cigars it was that, that, that fields and natalie were just absolutely amazing you know, it's just special to me, and it's special to Arthur, our vice president, to to, to show our facilities and and to and to show not only our love and passion, but to see to have our consumers and retailers see the the love that our workforce has. You know, I always say this, but the greatest asset of Perdomo Cigars is certainly not Nick Perdomo; it's our workforce, and we have a really great, diligent workforce. And when you went to the factory, I'm sure you saw. There's a lot of sayings, a lot of them are in Spanish, but it's all about respect and the quality of the product and that our consumers deserve the very best. And we don't, we have these big four metal black doors that you see from the rolling room that goes out to the aging room. And there's a saying above it says nothing gets past these four doors unless they're at the utmost quality because it's not only respect to yourself, but it's respect to your consumers. And uh, I think our workforce knows that. Yeah, and it shows through in everything that every cigar that comes out of there from every stage that we went through. And you go through every stage on these tours. I mean, from the getting to the ground and the, where the seeds, what seeds you're planting, how you're planting it, all the way through everything. And Arthur Kemper was telling me it's like 3,200 steps or 3,400 steps to make a cigar that you have in quality control to make sure things go right. There's over there, there's 3,456 steps that we show you visually on that two-and-a-half-day trip. A lot of people tell you there's 200 steps, but maybe for them it is. But if you're completely vertically integrated where you have your own genetic department, you develop your own seed, you develop your own grounds. We even have worm farms where we 
we develop our own our own organic matter, which we incorporate into our fertile farms. You know, there's there's a lot of things that we do that maybe a lot don't do because of vertical integration. That's why vertical integration is so important because it guarantees a superior product from start to finish. It is absolutely amazing cigars, every one of them. I've never had one burn bad, burn wrong, uh, not be full of flavor. It's just a, it's, you could really tell that love and care that's that you put into that, Nick, and what in in making these cigars. No, I said I really appreciate that. I mean, that's music to my ears. That's what we work for. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan. You came out with the ESV line, and tell me a little bit about the ESV line, how that kind of came about. Because I absolutely, I mean, I love all your cigars anyway, but the ESV especially were something really special when I, that first one I smoked there on the tour. Well, you know, every 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 quarter, you know, just depending, you always have a, a special crop, and what you call it is it's an estate crop, is what we call it in Spanish. And twenty years ago, we came out with the initial Perdomo Reserve Estate Selection Vintage, and then you know, once the once those tobaccos finished, we come back and we have another. One. We did. We've had three segments of it. The last one. Is the Perdomo State Selection Vintage Box Press. Very limited product. There's only 133 cigar stores in the country that have it. So it's not the easiest cigar to get, but it's um, it utilizes the top 5% of our crop. The tobaccos, you know, have a, a, a tremendous amount of time. Most of the fillers have over six years of, of, of aging, curing, and fermentation on them. And um, they're all hand-selected from our master, our master roller, Sarah Gonzalez, whether it be the fillers, binders, and wrappers. And it's the latest edition. What I'm most proud of it is the first tobaccos from our farm and it, that we named after my daughter, Nestle, called Natalie. And, and that farm first started seven years ago. And the light, which we call secos, and the heavy tobaccos, which we call lijeros, are in the blend. And it's um, it's really a special treat. And when you look for a cigar, retails between 11 and $15 on the Perdomo seg. That's very that's that's costly for us. But I guarantee it. Most people would charge you thirty dollars to have a cigar that's completely hand selected that utilizes the top five percent of your crop. And the reason we only opened up so few stores is we want to make sure that the stores that have them can can re- continue selling them. Nothing's worse than you going into a cigar store loving something and then you go back and the guy says, "Well, they're on back order." Um, we really don't believe much on back orders. We believe that our consumers, when they love our products, they should be able to get them anytime they want. They it's their money, and they choose to spend it wisely, and we want to make sure that they get the cigars. Yeah, I was really impressed during this uh, pandemic, corona pandemic thing, that there were at the cigar shops, some of the cigars were like, hey, we can't, they're going to be a while getting them in, but there were still Perdormo there. I was really, really impressed to see, like, no, this is what they talk about at the tour when it's about we have stock that we can keep running on, and y'all still had plenty in your in the store. Yeah, because we really don't stop. Perdomo doesn't close down a month out of the year. And it's great for our workers because our workers want to continue making money. They don't want to sit home for a month. And what they do is during the Christmas season, we actually, they get paid double time. And it really helps them in the Christmas season for their families. And we've chose to do that. And we've, we haven't closed the facility since 1995 outside of Christmas, New Year's and and the 10 holidays that we have yearly in, in Nicaragua. And the reason we do that is, one, so we can continue being able to stock our retailers and our consumers, but also to keep our people working, and they make a lot more money. And look, those are the guys that brought us to the table, and hence why we've had, um, you know, the average worker 
be with the company almost 20 years in Nicaragua, which is really unheard of. Yeah, that's why you see them still there and being there and doing what they're doing. So you did. You also kind of came across with this barrel aged. Tell me about the how you came across with like doing barrel aged cigars because uh, those are such a such a different from a, a lot of other companies. Yeah, what barrel aging does, and, and, and I'm going to try to make it as quick as possible. After tobacco is fermented, tobacco doesn't ferment anymore. It doesn't build up enough pressure. What the bourbon barrels do at one time, bourbon by state by law, was plugged after 60 months or five years. They stopped that, and now they do it after a year. But what we did is, in the latter part of the 90s, uh, one of our guys worked for a company called Buffalo Trace, and I knew that the bourbon, the alcohol residue, because they use French oak and they char the barrels, that alcohol residue could be another fermentation period. Talking to my father about it, we decided to bring in, we bought 12, 12 barrels, and we started depositing wrappers in these barrels after the wrappers wouldn't ferment anymore and lo and behold after about five days they would bring temperatures up to about 100 105 degrees and to me tobacco is a lot like good texas barbecue it's low and slow you know what i mean you got to take your time and um we don't rush the tobacco and what happened was we got another fermentation period and what the barrel aging does it does three things it produces another fermentation one two because they char the barrels on the inside it's also a filtering agent, and what it does, it takes a look, some of the rough edges from the tobaccos that you, you, you can sometimes get. It's just a natural biochemical process in the tobacco, and it helps take a lot of the sharpness out, if there's any. And the third thing it does is because it uses French oak, which is a very porous wood that's unvarnished, it allows the tobaccos to breathe. So there, you also have oxygen in those tobaccos as they marinate and ferment, they breathe at the same time. It builds darker hues of colors. And finally, what it does, it allows the tobaccos to caramelize and the sugars to rise up top, and you really get the taste, the solid core of tobacco, whether it be a filler binder and wrapper. <clears throat> and I get, and I again, I think that um, really, you know, differentiates the the tobaccos for us too. And um, and I, it, it's been. You know, our thing for a lot of years, we, you know, you saw it, but we, you know, 900 barrels, 941 barrels that we have down there. And we still do it to this day. And, and, and basically today, Perdomo cigars, every single wrapper, whether it be a Perdomo Fresco all the way to a, to an estate selection vintage, all the wrappers go through barrel aging because it makes a difference in the flavor of the cigar. In our 12 year double age vintage, the fillers, binders, and wrappers. Or bourbon barrel age. So um, it's a lot of work, very tedious, but at the end, the taste is everything and it makes up for it. What I'm, what the common theme that I'm hearing from you, Nick, is that it takes a lot of work. <laughs> and, and seeing that firsthand, it takes a lot of work for what you're doing. So, oh, yeah, you got to, you got to be halfway crazy to be me. You know, this is not a, a business you run with a pencil and paper consistently. You have to run it from, from your heart and uh, you have to love it. And I have a big passion for it. And I really love it. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to be here forever. So I want to make sure that, that you, 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 you keep the ship in the right direction. And uh, our team is just as dedicated as I am. And they want, you know, they want to make sure that it's, you know, it's absolutely perfect. And that's, that's, that's what we want to do. How is uh, bringing your son on? How is that um, 
you're gonna are you kind of giving some of him more authority and more things to do uh, as as you're going on here to really kind of learn? And he's because he's in the business with you, just doing everything. And he looks like he's taking it full full force and doing an awesome job. Uh, was that one of the ideas, or what are you planning on in the future here? Well, my my whole thing with my kids were is I wanted them to blaze their own journeys, and my son always wanted to be in the cigar industry. He's always loved cigars. He was a young lad. And uh, when he graduated from college, um, he came on to work, but he wasn't getting a desk. And uh, I've always followed the mantra, you have to walk the walk. And the hardest job is to be Nick Perdomo's son, because I didn't want anybody to say, oh, he's the owner's son. No, I wanted people to say, this guy's got his, his, his shit together, you know? And he and he did. And he earned it. And uh, today, he's our, he's our national director of sales. He runs a, a big sales staff, and he does a great job. And he's dedicated to to his work, and uh, he's done a phenomenal job. He's built our sales department. He's built our sales numbers. He's come up with some great ideas with packaging. It's really helped us, and uh, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. And he's extremely well respected, not only by our sales team, which a lot of them could be his father if they if they wanted if they could by age, but uh, you know the whole thing in life is you know. Um, to be respected, and he's well respected because he's earned it. Yeah, I was on a herf with him uh, about a month ago uh, with some other guys, and I got so much respect for him. He was a very, very humble, generous, g- generous individual, and talked about the Podormo, and I got to hear quite a bit on his views on the Podormo factory and how things are working. Just, just incredible. He was uh, really. You're doing a great job with him as well, and uh, he's. It's incredible that the team that you have put together. So I have a question for you. And it's actually kind of built into three parts here like that. So what is what is the funnest project you've ever worked on, Nick, and the hardest project you've ever worked on as far as the cigar goes, and the most rewarding project you've ever done on building the cigars? Well, i got to be honest with you. They're all hard. I loved every single one of them, believe it or not. The most difficult one was probably the Special Craft Series because I'm not a beer drinker. But every one of them are, are painstaking because, you know, we don't come up with a lot of ton of brands. You see these, you see some of these you know, brands coming out every day. Maybe I'm not smart enough, but it really takes me, you know, a couple of years to come up. There's a lot of tr- trials and tribulations, a lot of work because, you know, you're consistently looking at different tobaccos, different formations of grounds, you know, where they're at, forecasting these tobaccos looking to see where they're going to taste and trying to think what you like as a consumer, not necessarily what I like. So they're all painstakingly. I think one of the funnest ones was the the new product that we're going to come out with in August, which is our new Perdomo Reserve 10th anniversary Maduro and Sun Grown. We're retiring the, the Champagne Noir and we're retiring the, um, the original Sun Grown. We've been out for 20 years. They were great cigars. We wanted to have a, a new package packaging change one but i wanted to come up with a different type of cigar so they were completely reblended but they were they were reblended you know uh, two years ago and now they're coming out in in august the six-year-old tobaccos that i'm super proud of we you know it's got that that solid tobacco core of, of perdomo is known for but we added a little more sweetness there's a valley about an hour and a half north of it's called the jalapa valley and these tobaccos are are they have a, they're more mineral laden. They're they're more sweeter, and I wanted to add a little more sweetness, something a little bit different than what we've done. We on this year's factory tour, we handed cigars out to people, and we asked them to smoke them. They didn't know they were 
he, we didn't tell him anything, but people loved him. Hey, what do you think of this? And, and so on. So the consensus was good. And when you think about, you know, ratings and tasting panels, I probably have the most strangest one because I have a tasting panel that actually has almost 300 years of not only premium tobacco, but also smoking experience. There are smokers. And to have a consensus is almost impossible. And what I'm really proud about and excited about with this new project is that we actually had a consensus with our circle of trust and our and our team and, and the retailers and consumers that went on the factory tour really enjoyed the actual cigars. And uh, it's it's been a win-win. And we're super excited about getting these out in August. We are actually going to have them out in February, but then this, this whole thing came up. And because of that... Um, you know, we 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 had to we had to wait. So now, when these cigars hit the market in August, these cigars will actually be aged in our in our cedar rooms for over one year before they were put in boxes. And these cigars are like there's they're as smooth as cream. I mean, they're they're beautiful, and uh, I think the consumers are really going to enjoy them. And uh, the, the 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 date that they'll hit the marketplace, and the best retailers in North America will be uh, the week of August the third. Oh, that's inc- if it's the cigar I'm thinking about because I was on the tour and I remember getting a cigar and you're, in the way you're describing that and that was a phenomenal cigar. That was great. And we we were all trying to get more. That's <laughs> what we were trying to do. Those are the ones. Those are the ones when we were sitting around doing the tasting panel. And that that those were the cigars, and that's going to be the new Reserve Sun Grown and the new Reserve Maduro, and they're they're lights out. I think they're going to fly off the shelves. Uh, we we told our sales team that start taking pre-orders because I don't have much coming up. I I know it might sound like a lot, but uh, we have five, five shapes that are coming up. We only have, uh, I think it's 550 boxes of each wrapper of five. So um, it it, it sounds like a lot, but it's really, it's really not much, you know, uh, um, but, but we're excited about it. I think we're having, I think it's 2,750 boxes of each or 5,500 boxes total so it's 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 not it's not a lot when you think it's a big country uh you know what i mean i think we're having a hundred it's a hundred it's 137,500 cigars slated for for august delivery and uh they'll be they'll be uh they'll be completely sold out um before they even they even hit the container here in miami at at the end of july so we're we're really proud of that you know one of the things i'm most proud about is you know, you come out with brands and people buy them without even tasting them. In a lot of cases, you know, we on our trade show, um, they they'll buy, and a lot of times I have to say at the end, "Would you like to try them?" to the retail, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll smoke one tonight. I don't want to ruin it because I know it's going to be good." It's very humbling when 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 someone tells you that because they trust you with their money. We just did a, a brand for a good friend of mine who's got a he's a great retailer in New England called Two Guys Smoke Shop. Mm-hmm. And he has this seasonal brand called the Firecracker, and he's been asking me for years to do it. And I, have, I just we've been just too busy, and he asked me about 18 months ago, and I said, "Okay, I'll do it. I'm going to do it little by little to get it done." He said, "Let me do 500 bucks." I said, "Okay, you sure?" He said, "No, I want to do a thousand." So I said, "Okay." So we did a thousand boxes, and uh, we 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 put them on sale uh, a week and a half ago on a on a Saturday. And uh, they went on sale at 10 o'clock in the morning. At 12.43, they were completely sold out. And uh, that was really humbling for me that uh, 
you know, the people spent their hard-earned money and 20,000 cigars went out the door in, in less than three hours. That's uh, that's really touching. That's incredible. And I, I'm uh, jealous because I did not get to get one. When I found out they were out, they were already gone when I when I called it. To... <laughs> that's how good they were. Yeah, and the maximum you could buy was only was two boxes. So it wasn't like people were hoarding them because I know people take them and then try to sell them for for more than what they're supposed to, which I don't like. So I, I we wanted to, to make it, uh, the maximum could be two boxes. You could buy a box, but the max you could buy is two. That way it would protect the integrity of the, of the, of the cigar and also where people couldn't, you know, start, you know, selling them for a lot right. more money and, and trying to take advantage of people. So that worked out really good. You're always seem to be about doing the right thing. And, uh, I, that's, uh, that's incredible. Because you can do, you can, and I'm going to, and I probably shouldn't tell you this as a consumer, but I'd pay three times as much for your cigars. And I'm glad you keep it at the price point you do. I appreciate it. I just, I think we make a great product at a very fair price. And I think that, you know, that's what people um, want. And I, and I think that's what's fair. And I try to do everything as, as fair as I, I can do it. And uh, I think we give a lot of bang for, for the buck. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy about that. Yes, sir. Well, I want to thank you so much, Nick, for being on the show. You gave us some great information. And as always, it's like drinking from the fire hose of just information that's coming out. Just like when I went to the fields out there and we went to the factory tour, which is incredible. Uh, that it, it's, it just it changes your whole view on cigars and how uh, really incredible that they are and how they are so much of a family atmosphere. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show, Nick. Well, th- well thank you. And, and listen, you're always welcome to come back. Um, you know, if you want to know any knowledge about our stuff, please go on our, our website at com. Also, our new YouTube web, web, website at uh, Perdomo Cigars. Um, I, I, I'm always wanting to teach. It's my passion. I really love this. And, you know, you're blessed when you do stuff that, that, that you really love. And I appreciate you, you being able to spend some time talking to me out. Well, thank you very much. Nick. And I got to say, Eve, uh, I've contacted you on Instagram and I was so surprised that even during we were getting ready to go to the tour and I was just posting stuff on the Podormo thing. Hey, you know, Hey, I'm going and this is incredible. And you reached, still reached out. I don't know how you have that many hours. I don't know when you sleep. Yeah. And look, I, I just think that if you're going to take the time to reach out and talk to me and ask me something or talk to me, I should be able to take the time out and, and acknowledge you because uh, look, you're my customer. It, I can't, I can't eat without you. It's a sad day when, when cigar makers think they're bigger than their customers Our our consumers are everything to us. So, uh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, well, thank you, sir. Well, we appreciate you being on the show. Okay, my friend. Thank you. And you have a great day. All right. We're back from the break. And that was very gracious for him to give me an interview, wasn't it? I'm glad you didn't giggle. <laughs> like a little schoolgirl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. He just, just does a it, – it's just – Arthur Kemper gave – was given the one given our tour. And either, and either Nick gives a tour or Arthur Kemper, the vice president, gives a tour. And, and Arthur was great with the information he gave us and put out there. That was – a. It was so much fun and great is going to the tour, seeing how they do everything and making the new appreciation, especially for these Perdormo cigars. Like I was already a fan, you know, already liked them. But after doing that and smoking them all day long, because they're like, here's here's three cigars. Here's some more. Here's some more over here. Here's some more. And you get to try the almost the entire line. 
you just come out a huge fan and you go when every one of them is just a great cigar a lot of attention to detail yes a super amount of attention to detail like you said you know over 3800 steps that's insane to get this fine cigar into your mouth there you go into <laughs> <laughs> my mouth but a bump bump you know, at some point too tonight, I guess still have to play the. Uh, oh my goodness, the Buccaneer Girl! The Buccaneer Girl. Yeah. We all want to hear about the Buccaneer Girl. You're just a nut. Uh, I, I am a nut. You know, and when uh, Sean came over here last week and all, we drank a lot of that tequila Sheila. And when we saw uh, Tasha from from mm-hmm. the Ashholes, the president of the Ashholes yeah. in Texas, uh, we. You we, forgot her bottle. I forgot her bottle. I have a bottle of tequila Sheila for her because she came up, she flew up here and just and was staying for the night. And dead gummit, I forgot it uh, here at the house when we go back there. So I'm going to ship her out. You one. had one job. I know. I had one. I, you know, I did grab this the lighter and the cutter, but uh, and some patches and stuff. But I didn't. I forgot to get that thing. And that is such good stuff that she was like, "Oh yeah, I love that tequila Sheila." I went, that little I know, bottle we did too. used in her wasn't enough. She wants a big one. <laughs> she had won a bottle. A little bit. She was one of the winners of the contest, and uh, she really enjoyed it. She goes, now I just want more of that one. I know. Yeah, they, they can't you gotta get, go get some. Yeah, and they can't get it right there where they're at. So we're going to we're gonna send her a bottle of that tequila, Sheila, um, which is going to be really good going in there. Because it's good. She'll enjoy it, yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And uh, let's see what we got here. You know what? Oh, i got to find the right button. Which button is that for you? And I can't remember try which the, one it is. Try the top right one. Ooh. Oh, that's right. There it that's is. Creepy. It's time for the Ask Melissa. Hey. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. And there's two questions actually. I so I've got eat two my questions. Dog. I don't want to kill my best friend. No, 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 no. They're right here. Would okay. you rather accidentally send your nude photos to your parents or to your Ew. ex? <laughs> Ew. I mean, they're they're going somewhere, right? So, would you rather send them to your Parents, and I want these are your nude photos that you have that you sent me. <laughs> I don't have All any those. nude photos. <laughs> the ones you sent me. No, I did not send you any nude photos. To, but there's not. This is not YouTube, so I'd show everybody. Here's the photos. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> now you may have taken some, perv. <laughs> I only have eyes for you, baby. I can't stay awake twenty four seven. That's right. You are weirdo. You are. I knew somebody was gorgeous. watching me while I slept. You are gorgeous. Weirdo. <laughs> um, so, which one would you rather? Nude photos sent to your parents or to your ex? Because either way, it's ooh. <laughs> definitely. I, I, mom would just delete them. So, yes. Your mom? Yeah. I would rather accidentally send them to my mother and I'm like, please delete that. And she's like, yeah, I'm deleting them and you and I got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I raised you better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know. Considering that I don't care for my parents because they were crappy parents, I would probably just take the hit on that and wait for the uh, restraining order. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they got to go somewhere. <laughs> I don't think any ex is going to do anything with them. No. No, no they did. Hey, go ahead, show that. go ahead and show that off. I'm Definitely not sending it to my ex. No. Definitely. I'll send pictures of me to your ex. Well, there you go. <laughs> you two have a nice time. <laughs> we were talking about packages last week. You know, remember we were talking about packages? Yeah, no, we I got remember good, that. Oh, we're not there yet. We're not there to the uh, package part yet, are we? Uh, <laughs> really? You penciled it in, huh? It's on I the pencil, itinerary. I There's pencil, a whole I section for... You know, I'm just so damn happy to have this ESV 
and this old Forester, which is let's talk about the old Forester for a second because the ESV is phenomenal. Yes, and that is great. And I I picked a perfect pairing with this did old you, Forester nineteen ten. Did you pick the perfect pairing, or did Sean? Uh, no, he didn't say which to, what to. He I'm just joking. gave us the bottle. Oh, you're so sensitive today. Oh, you know, I was in cloud nine. I was like, I'm flying high. Oh, and there's there. Oh, Al's having a good Baby, time. The mosquitoes right there on your head. Hit it. <laughs> you were such. A, oh my! Oh, you know what? I want to shut your mic off. There, you're muted. You're muted. I want to mute you for the rest of the show. He just knocked the crap out of his head. Damn, you were so. You were so mean. <laughs> What? You had that coming, and I don't know you why. You were such a, <laughs> such a butthead. See what I have to put up with, people? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, well, I got You'll another... you probably only fall for that once. <laughs> You're such... <laughs> but the old Forester's good, and I was really happy. It's good. Yeah, it's I was really good. happy with that. It was really going good. I was like, man, this is... I mean, this stuff is like caramel and vanilla and some of the smokiness into it the oatmeal raisin cookie oatmeal raisin cookie galore it's just greatness just, oh my gosh I, I mean this has been a while since i've had this good one and it's 93 proof well so it's just gonna get better and better <sighs> it's just gonna keep getting better and better very very and for being for 93 proof we have it we have it on the rocks and it is absolutely perfect so all right you ready for the second question i have two questions this is a two-question one. Yep. All right. All Would you rather your significant other was an ex-porn star or your sister or brother currently a porn star? Are you trying to confess something to me, baby? No. Heck, I wish I would. I'd you be bragging some... that. I'd like. I'd be selling our. I'd be selling my movies on the <laughs> on our webpage. Like, no, no. You, you want to check that out? Yeah. Trying to sell those for ten dollars a pop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> please. What the hell? Please take my porn. <laughs> I give one video away with a cigar. So if you're a hot co-host and you'd like to be a hot co-host, email me at alromanatthegoodcigar.com. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> you're so weird. So what, uh, which one would you rather? Your, would you rather your, uh, your, your significant other <laughs> be an ex-porn star or your sister and brother be currently a porn star? Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> my sister <laughs> yeah 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 i don't i don't want to i was gonna go for that too it'd, it'd be my brother i was gonna like you know what you don't want to do that to jen no my sister no because she's she's my sister is we're close and she's we know we're like this so i'm like no you touch my sister i kill you kind of thing so you it's, have to kill a lot I, of people yeah, she's my she's the youngest and so i'm the oldest and so I've always been protective over my little sister, right? I mean, like dates, everything. I was like, no, who the hell is this you're dating? You know, who's you going out with? So, yeah, no, I couldn't do that to my sister. I'd be like, you know. But your brother, I, your brother would probably appreciate. Yeah, whatever gay porn he was doing, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, we're, you know, we don't, we don't care. We're, we're good around here. We're so. supportive. Yeah, we're supportive. We're for everyone. For the, we're here for everybody in the community. Yes, we're, we have no bias or judgments for anything. So we're good. It's a judge-free zone. It's a judge-free zone Except out here. Except when it comes to my spouse, <laughs> I want you to have been in porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Y'all well, can a, be in all the porn you want to, but not you, baby. Yeah, I know. We can make some. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I didn't say yes. I said you and I are going to talk. That's about it. And the it. crowd goes wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Well, you know, it's time to, uh, I want to talk about the giveaway that we have. We had a huge, a big, big giveaway. giveaway. This is in, this is our giveaway for this week and it's part of the Collective Smoke. And it's also been our biggest sponsors, who is uh, Martina Cigars and My Monthly Cigars, who are big supporters of the show. And they are helping to, uh, they're providing me with some stuff so I can get that to everyone. And we, we got some stuff for them. So it's huge. Oh, yeah. So our, the prize pack, and we're going to be announcing this uh, the 30th, July 30th, on Down to the Nub show. So that's where we're going to be announcing that on. So you winner. need to listen to us and you need to listen to them. You need to listen to us and you need to listen to Down to the Nub on the 30th, July 30th. Didn't they have to follow everybody? Yeah. And I'm not going through the rules. I'm just going through right now what and, and they, they whatever their rules are. I'm not sure what their rules are. They're going to announce that on their show because they're going to have a they're going to have a giveaway, too. So I don't know what their what theirs what there was. But what, I thought what I, their, didn't we say we had they had to follow everybody? Yeah. Yeah. But you're are you Am I getting away from you? Yeah. You're just you uh, need to sit here and look pretty again. Yes, okay. please. Do Once your thing. again. Okay. Thank you. Can I be in charge now? Thank you very much. Okay, so we've, we're giving away a good cigar shirt, a selection of five cigars handpicked by me and you from my from our personal humidor. Let's be real. I didn't get a say. What do you mean you didn't get it? We haven't picked them out yet. We're going to go back there and pick them out but when we know the winner. You just told me to sit here and be quiet, so. No, I just asked if I could be in charge again. That's no. different. Yeah, see him. Then can I pick the cigars? Yeah, baby. If you want to pick the cigars. I want to pick the cigars. You can pick the cigars. If this Y'all is... are getting some good cigars. That's what, we, that's what we do here. We always give them good stuff. Well, yeah, but I'm like, I'm really going to make it hurt now. <laughs> what is that on the screen? Oh, that's one of those. Uh, is that the tarantula killer? Yeah, that's one of the tarantula killers. And we are out in nature, people. And that thing is freaking huge. It and is a pterodactyl. It's a big giant wasp. And they're supposed to have like one of the worst stings ever. And we had one that's been flying around because we do have some tarantulas out here in the yard every now and then. Tweak is going to go check it out. Please don't do that, Tweak, because you're going to be in a lot of pain. We're going to hear it. It's mm -hmm. going to Things are horrible. So as soon as I can, they're, ver they're they just keep moving around. They never stop because they're going after tarantulas. Because they take out tarantulas, but we like our tarantulas because they do good. Those little nasty wasp things, I am so terrified of that. I can see your butterfly spider from here. Yeah. Oh, we got a beautiful butterfly sp uh, spider out there. She's a she's a beast. Uh, she is. I mean, we're, we're, we're just out here in nature and the, and the goodness, the Good Cigar Lounge. And so we also have, we're giving away. I'm sorry, I interrupted I you. I know, once again. It's, it's okay, we? dear. So the, we're giving away... We just talked about the five cigars. Mm -hmm. Then we're also giving away a good cigar patch, a decal, and a poker chip that's coming out of this one. And a full bottle, I mean a big bottle, of the Tequila Sheila that's coming in with that. So that's what we're giving away. And then my month, we're giving away also a uh, the August Robusto box for my monthly and a five-pack of Martina's Rollers Blend Cigars. Now, these are the ones the Rollers have and the ones that they smoke themselves, that they've made up. And you can't get this anywhere. You, they're... That's a lot of cigars. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's a great... That's a lot of cigars. Somebody's going to get a hell of a package. Well, they're, they're coming nope, from the nope. good cigar. Nope. We got... We nope, have no a, package shows. We have a hell of a package here. <laughs> yeah, we have a hell of a package. Then they're also getting a limited edition Martinez TPE 21 cigar before it's released at TPE in January. 
for Martinez Cigars. So that's incredible. Then they're automatically getting entered into the main giveaway at the end of 2020. And we can't talk about this one yet because there's, there's a huge giveaway. And this one, since you win this one, gets you into the giveaway for that, for the TP, for this big one that's going for the uh, 2020 giveaway at the end of the year from them. So this is a huge deal. And we're announcing our winner on the show down to the nub on July 30th. So you need to check them out, listen to their show, and listen to ours, of course, and for all the information on that. And we're going to rock and roll Find with out it. who the lucky son of a gun is. Yes, yes. Very, 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 very lucky on that like that. But we do have also this week, we do have our weekly prize we're going to give away this week. Okay. You know, because we give us one every week. And we didn't last year, last week, just the, the from the show, because we're doing this big one that we're doing, right? So this week, we're going to give away from us here, which will be listening to the show again, right, is a Nova Cigar, okay, a patch, okay. a decal, mm-hmm. and one of the brand new poker chips that I got in. I, I'm here to rain on your parade all I, I'm long. telling you, it's just, it's, I'm going to have to have a button for that that just says <laughs> rain and thunder for that, because uh, you just keep getting way ahead of me on that. So they're going to get that for this week, so make sure you check out. I'll post it on Instagram as well. And uh, make sure you go to thegoodcigar.com to register for the giveaways. And all you do is you put your name and email in there, and uh, we don't use, we don't use your email for anything else other than the giveaways. We're not going to send you porn. We're not, no nude we're, photos. Yeah, we're definitely not sending out any porn. So we're going to put your name into the into the, into the thing for the next week, and we'll we'll be doing that next week as well. Uh, drawing the name for that one. So make sure you get there and register and follow us on the Instagram and our YouTube as well. And if you go to thegoodcigar.com, you can check out all of our swag that's there. And we have new stickers. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about the new stickers, Yeah, (laughs) my God, you're you're killing me. Actors, right? Actors. Just stick to the script. So we have, I've got... You know, we have a limited edition hologram sticker, holographic sticker, right? Yes. Well, I've just got in these sparkle. I mean, they are glitterific. I want one on my car. I'm going to put one on your car, and they're very, they are extremely limited edition. So I'm going to put those. I'm going to put those on the uh, on the web, along with our poker chips, so you can uh, get those as well. And uh, so it's going to be a heck of a deal on there. Very nice. Yeah, I thought so. You're sparkly. I know. I am sparkly. So that's pretty good. So make sure you're doing those, doing uh, all that stuff. I know it's a lot, but that's some awesome packages, right? So everything comes with, you've got to do this. Is this where you talk about the package? (laughs) All right. Very good. The whole ways. Mm. Yes. And then let's see, where is all my my news? Oh, that's the the one at the wrong page. Sorry, I was on the wrong page. What cigars have you been smoking this week? We're... (sighs) (laughs) I'm going to cut your mic off is what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut your mic off if you keep doing that. I'm trying to help you. Because nobody wants to hear that. Really? I think everybody enjoys my repartee. No. No. Come on. Say it. Say it. I'm going to smoke my cigar. (laughs) Because it is so good. If we get quiet, he's... uh... Wow. Noisy. It's a big bow torch. Uh-huh. I'm not intimidated by your torch. Mm, you will be. You will be. That's pretty funny, I know. <laughs> so, it's time for... The Menage a Trois Cigars of the Week. Ooh, I'm surprised. 
Thank God, because I was <laughs> my finger was on the mute your mic. Whatever goofiness you were coming up with, it was you were I'm about shocked. to be. Bleep. Is it time for the Madage Trois cigars of the week already? I'm like, my <laughs> God, you're killing me, woman. You're killing me. Uh, I'm so, in a good mood. Uh, yeah, because you're drinking Old Forester 1910, 93 proof, 93 proof, and a Podormo. It what is it, darling? It's a Podormo ESV. Yeah. For those of you that are in the know. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly it. Oh, and I, I got to say, that is such a great tasting story. He did Nick Perdormo and Perdormo Cigars and the whole crew. It takes everybody there working on this. You know, over 300 people touch a cigar from, from the seed all the way up to his final deal to, to get this into our hands. And it's just unbelievable greatness that we get to enjoy such a great cigar outside in this beautiful atmosphere with my lovely wife drinking Old Forester 1910 from Sean. Just, it just doesn't get better than that. I really, okay, I'm going to get mushy. I really appreciate all the friends we've made since we started this. Oh, yeah, we've made great friends. Um, and, and, you know, cigar people are very social. That's We're social butterflies. You are a sparkly butterfly. <laughs> I'm a sparkly butterfly. And, and just so many great people that we've met. And I wish I could name them all off at one time, but I, we would, they would, the whole show would be just on doing that, just naming that. It's, it's just great people like that. So you know, what I've been smoking this week is is that Nova Leo X. I know I did it last week, too, and this week, man, I am going through some Nova Leo Xs this you're week. You're killing me. Was, I know. You're, you're killing me. They are just such a great cigar. And it's just a great eating time. And I did it again. I was trying to see how long I could get the ash before I got distracted. And I knocked it off. And it was a good four inches of ash on that deal. It's like I was trying to get it all the way to the end, which I've seen people do that. Mm-hmm. But my, you know, my, I'm like, a, my attention span goes, what? And I turn and then the ash goes down or it gets windy out here. And then it's all over you. And it's all over. But it was good. Every bit of that it was just greatness from that and, and enjoying it. And then the other thing, the next thing I was showing, and I, and I put a picture of it on Instagram, too, uh, one morning out here in the hammock with my coffee, is the Perla Del Mar. And I had that with my coffee. Huh. Those are a really great one. They're a little bit harder to get now, that uh, just for me to find. But uh, they are such a great, they make a Maduro, and they make a Connecticut. And with my coffee especially, I like that Connecticut one. It's just a great, great smooth cigar with great flavors, and it really matches up with the coffee really, really well. Really thoroughly enjoying it. A good it. start to the day. Oh, yeah, a great start to the day. Then also this week was smoking, you know, we got the My Monthly Cigar Box, yeah. right? And you had smoked the La Bohème, yes. remember? And so there was another one in there, right? Because we have the presidential box, which gets us you smoked eight cigars, right? I didn't smoke your La Bohème. I smoked my La Bohème. I'm... Pretty sure I called dibs on it. You can't call dibs on all the cigars. I called dibs on that one cigar. Well, I smoked it. Got a mosquito right there. <laughs> yeah, I do not. <laughs> oh, what is your oh dog? Oh my gosh, want? my dog whining like that. See, she's upset for me too. She's, she's like, upset. Daddy, you you're taking the abuse today. You're taking it. So I smoked a little by him by my, from my monthly cigars in that box. And you know they're getting ready. The next box is getting ready to come out here. August is going to be around the corner, and I'm so looking forward to that of just you know what are we going to get in what's going to be in that because every one of the cigars that surprise. were yeah it's that was in this july one have been completely awesome so that's the what i smoke and enjoy looking through again because all those that were in there i had never smoked before they have a nice package that that they, gift box that they come in nick from nice. my monthly does have a nice package and i can say that because i'm secure that he has a nice package 
I'm not touching that with a 10-foot <laughs> pole. No way. No way. Hey, Nick, if you're listening, Melissa made me do it. <laughs> no. Sorry, Nick. Sorry you got dragged into this. <laughs> Once again. I was admiring the gift box that yes. your, your cigars come in. Right. You, you deliver them to the, hu- the house in a very nice box with... You know, the shredded paper, there's always some extra stuff in there. Extra goodies in there? Yeah. Yeah, which is just awesomeness. We really do appreciate that. And if you haven't checked that out, go to MyMonthlyCigars.com. Makes a great gift. Yeah, and check that out because they've got different price points and different plans for different people of what they're wanting to do. And it's, it's a great box, whether you're a novice or you're an expert in it. It's getting actually these... great if, you're, if you don't know, if you're working on your palate yeah. like me. Oh yeah, it works for even even me with a, a you know a fairly de- it's not about definitive. You. Let's talk about me. Well, I'm talking about this fairly definitive you know palette that I have, and it's still not. I'm still working on it, right? It's still, this is a learning process. But even those cigars in there, I didn't have. I've never had those before, so that was great getting those cigars and trying those out, which were all great cigars, just like you enjoyed them as well, trying them out and going. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's good all the I'm way around. I'm sulking because you had my cigar. I know. but What else did you smoke this week? Well, that was the three this week. That was what I did. That was three already? Yeah, that was the three. Oh, the the okay. Novalio X, the Perla del Mar, and the La Boheme uh, for My Monthly Cigars. It. Yep. You're right. That was three. Yeah. And they have a, on the My Monthly Cigars, there's a guarantee MSRP on it. So the value of the, the cigars that you get, is you're, gonna pay, you're paying less than, than what the MSRP is on that. So it's always you're always getting a good deal on that. You're never getting overpriced for those. How does he do it? By uh, Elfin Magic, hmm. Lord of the Rings, that kind of stuff. I like it. Yeah, me My too. My precious. <laughs> me too. Well, I've got a, um, some news from Cigar Aficionado, and I thought this was pretty... It, it's the best news I've heard come out of Cuba here in a while. And it says, Cuba rescinds tax on charging U.S. dollars for CUCs. The Cuban government announced that starting July 20th, it will no longer impose a 10% surcharge on U.S. dollars exchanged for CUCs, the Cuban Unified Currency, tourists need to use for purchases in the country. So when you go there, they, you have to change over your money to this, the Cuban money, right? Okay. And they put a, they had a 10% surcharge for doing that, for changing it into their own money, right? It's kind of a, they get you coming and they get you going kind of thing, finder's right? Finder's fee, right? Yeah, finder's fee for doing that. So, you know, if you go there, you're getting it changed back. When you come back, you're getting it changed back and you're getting charged, right? So they took that out. So I think they're trying to get more people over the government to feed the people because the government's got way too much money, too much control over there, and they need to be doing something for them. They I'm hoping it's going to, to them. increase yeah. some tourism. I hope so because it's for the people, and as long as it's for the people, I'm all for that. You're definitely... Power to the people? Um, no, I'm pretty much just uh, do the right thing. You're for it's not hard. starving people. Yeah, for starving people and, and doing the right thing. It's not hard to feed your country and take care of these things. So I do have some... This was a video I saw, and it made this, this, this um, news. And it was a Russian teen soccer player struck by lightning during Ooh. training. Wow. And you see the video, and I was like horrified to see this it's out at the russian they're out there in the field and they, they're about to have practice to go in this there's like a group down south on the south part of here out there then on the there's a one kid running around the top part coming kind of coming down he's like getting ready to kick a ball into the goal or something like mm-hmm. that and you just see light flash 
boom. Guy's and then, finger just like. Yeah, boom. And smoke just popped up. And he goes, he, you see him, he's on the ground. He, he flew like 10 feet, boom, he's on the ground. They bring the ambulance in, and then they, they cart him off. And, but, and he survived. The only thing he had that uh, damaged onto him was he had a gold necklace or yeah. a necklace around his neck that he was wearing. And where that thing, what, where the necklace was touching his collar, blew out. It's a butterfly. It's a giant butterfly. Boy, your attention span today. Well, it's, I, am I not supposed to see the beautiful butterfly? <laughs> yeah, but I'm, you know we're in so the middle I'm of the very, news. We're well, in the middle of a news story. I can do both. No, you can't. I, you were talking about how he survived. That's a miracle. He got it burned is. where the um, gold gold necklace was. Yeah, well, gold, silver, whatever it was, it was. It, but it burned. It came out right there, and that was the charge in it. And so he had a, a about a nickel size spot on his yeah. on his chest up there where it was, you know, burned. Da- yeah. Had been damaged. But to see that, I'm like, I don't know how he survived. I mean, it just was like a f- giant flash. You were like, oh my gosh. I. Some kid, I, I don't know, the. I didn't see the story. I just saw a dad in an ICU with his son who had been struck. This was here in the States, had been struck by lightning, and he's in an ICU, and he is, he's not doing well. I mean, th- I mean that's... That, uh, yeah, I don't know how, the, how this kid survived that, um, but it just, he just did. And, you know, our house was struck by lightning a few years back. Remember that? Yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> How can you forget it? <laughs> when, our, when was that? Yeah, our yeah, chimney was, was blown into the neighbor's yard. I mean, it was it was incredible, right? We lost ele- electronics for everything. Lightning and Mother Nature is no joke whatsoever. No. It, it fried everything we had on here, and it was cost us a lot of money to get the house fixed, put Tyler back together. Tyler right into the bedroom door. Did you see that? Dad, did you see that? <laughs> and his hair is standing straight up. <laughs> it came through his bedroom wall. It did uh, through, through on the a, socket behind his bed yeah, and, burn and it the bed. scorched the bed right where our son was sleeping. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's some, some scary, scary stuff. stuff. Yeah. So watch out if there's lightning strikes or you're out in the, out in the parking lot. Like, get it, get undercover because that's it's just bad, very very bad stuff. But I do have a little bit this uh, this other news here. I, I wanted to put in the show today, and this is dancing robots replace fans in Japanese baseball game. Huh? Tokyo. With their stadium devoid of fans due to coronavirus restrictions, Japanese baseball team Fukuoka, Fukuoka Softball I mean, Bank let me Hawks. Get my glasses on. Oh, let's see what you've done to this word. Fuku, Fuku, Fukuoka, Fukuoka Softball Bank Hawks have come up with the imaginative replacement: dancing robots. Before their most recent Nippon professional baseball game against. Uh, Rakuten Eagles in two, on Tuesday, over 20 robots dancing the team's fight song on a podium and the otherwise empty stands. I'm, and I got to say, the they they lost me because I couldn't watch the baseball game because I was so involved with watching the robots go. The robots dancing <laughs> did it for you. It was like, I don't know what's going on with the game, but the robots dancing was just wild. That butterfly is huge it's the size of a pterodactyl i know it's that's gorgeous i know it is i'm sorry folks she's kind of like a raccoon you throw something shiny down she's gonna go go at it what were we talking about <laughs> exactly Whatever. it's the 93 proof i'm gonna go chase the butterfly here in a minute oh i'm gonna get that video recorded no no give me your phone <laughs> i don't need video of me Dancing around naked with a butterfly. I have clothes on today. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't forget, we ended the show rather abruptly last week. That was was a good day. That was a damn good day. day. I never enjoyed the pool so much. That was a good day. 
That was good. Hi, baby. Hey there, baby Do you cakes. remember why you love me? I love you every day at every moment, dear. I'm more glad. and more as we go. I'm glad. Are you loving this uh, ESV, Perdomo? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty warm and fuzzy right now. In the old Forester 1910? Yes, yes. It's a good day. I am, too. That is just a great great day we hope you had a good a good uh, enjoyment of the show make sure you uh, email me at al roman to the good and go to the good to register for our giveaways i hope you find a butterfly to chase in your own world <laughs> yes i do too remember life is too short for bad cigars or bad liquor and we will see you next time on the good cigar bye